Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, good morning and welcome to Monday, August 22. My name is Steve Durr. I will be your host for the, the podcast this week. And just I'm glad that you're able to join us again. If this is your first time joining us on the podcast, um, it's just a chance for us um, as a body of believers to look at a piece of scripture, talk through it, see what the spirit is saying to us. Um, and just kind of, yeah, listen to the God's voice through that. So we do that on the podcast here, and we always have a, a guest with us um, that helps us throughout the week. So this week, my guest is Jeff Lambert. And uh, if you, you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you might remember a few summers ago, Jeff and his wife, Jan, were, were guests uh, with us back then. So thank you, Jeff, for coming back again. And um, I, I should have mentioned that today is Jeff's birthday. Woo! August 22. So happy birthday. <laughs> Jeff is 29 today. Wow. Um, uh, uh, it, it's actually, let's see, the the next prime number since Steve and I were talking. We both oh. kind of got math backgrounds here. Okay. Um, the first prime number after 59, I think, is what I would be right now. So okay. you can figure it out from there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you can't figure out on Tuesday's episode, we'll tell you what the answer to that what prime number is. Um, if you don't know what a prime number is, then you're out of yeah. luck. But Google. Google. Yeah, Google. Yeah, Google. Um, anyway, so Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, married to my wife, Jan. Well, been married 33 years, which will actually be on Thursday. Will be our anniversary. All right. So it's a big week. It's a big, for us. It is, yes. Yeah, birthday today, anniversary Thursday. Um, uh, have lived in Zealand most of my life. We moved here um, when I was about five. Um, but I'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. Um, uh, went to Zealand, Zealand High School, before it was in East or West. Um, okay. It was just a Zealand. Um, uh, went to Central Michigan. Um, have actually a teaching degree, which Steve and I were talking about, uh, in yeah. ma math as well. Um, but You know uh, that math is the only subject that counts, right? That is the only subject that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, had to throw that in there. No, no problem. Um, and let's see, I, I worked at... Herman Miller um, for 37 years, uh, just retired this last uh, December. Um, so uh, really enjoyed that. Um, let's see what else. A um, couple of things, I guess we uh, have really, you know, enjoy camping and hiking and um, doing some things like that have been a part of Victory Point for quite a while. Again, I'll talk more about that on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. Um, about how we came to to be here and so forth but um otherwise yeah just uh um I, i'm well I, one interesting thing i guess i am the youngest of 10 siblings wow so it's uh let's see tommy judy patty donna linda jimmy davis Stephen, kathy jeff wow so that's I, good I, I just told them you know they got they perfected it and so they had to stop they have to stop after you kids, right exactly so yeah yeah good Wow, that must have been a busy household. What's the age gap between you and your oldest? My oldest brother graduated from high school when I was born. Oh, wow. So 18, 18 years, years, there's no multiples, no twins, wow. no triplets. So uh, I think we calculated once that uh, my mom must have been pregnant for, well, you know, if you figure 40 weeks times 10 kids, that's 400 weeks in yeah. span of 18 years. Eight years. Wow. So. Good bless her, <laughs> man. Oh, goodness. So... 
Um, I'm sure you have lots of stories about growing up as one of 10 kids. I, I do. It's, it's different than my older brothers and sisters because, like I said, by the time I knew what was going on, a lot of them were already gone. Know. Sure. Um, yeah. So it's, it's interesting. I tell people that I don't think I really met my oldest brother until I was probably five or six. Oh, wow. He left and went right into the Air Force. Um, so he was gone and flying around the country and doing some of that kind of stuff and didn't come back. We actually, I grew up didn't grow up, but was born in Northern Indiana. And then we moved okay. uh, here to Michigan, like I said, when I was about five. five. So. Okay. Well, wow. Yeah, that yeah. I did not expect to learn that about you. So that's, <laughs> there awesome. You go. that's awesome. So cool. Well, thank you, Jeff, yeah, for sharing yeah. that a little bit. And you guys will get to know Jeff a little bit more as we go throughout this week. So I'm excited for what this week will bring us. So, well, today, Monday, we're going to uh, read from Jeremiah. Um, usually for the podcast, we, we start out in the Old Testament for a couple days, and then we usually move over to the New Testament. So Jeremiah, uh, we're going to read two, uh, ch chapter 2, verses 4 through 13. So um, I'm going to read that, and uh, we'll go. So one thing I should know, if you haven't read this yourself yet, then I would suggest you pause um, your, your listening device right now, read Jeremiah 2, 4 through 13, and then restart your the the podcast and, and then see if what you talked about and you learned is similar to what we did. So, all right. So here we go. Uh, Jeremiah 2, 4 through 13. Uh, Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, all you clans of the house of Israel. This is what the Lord says. What fault did you, uh, what fault did your fathers find in me that they stayed so far from me? What they followed worthless idols and became worthless themselves. They did not ask, where is the Lord who brought us up out of Egypt? and led us through this barren wilderness, through a land of desert and rifts, and a land of drought and darkness, a land where no one travels and no one lives. I brought you into a fertile land to eat its fruit and rich produce, but you came in and defiled my land and made my inheritance detestable. The priests did not ask, where is the Lord? Those who deal with the law did not know me. The leaders rebelled against me. The prophets uh, prophesied by Baal, following worthless idols. Therefore, I bring charges against you again, declares the Lord, and I will bring charges against your children's children. Cross over to the coast of Kittim and look uh, and send to Kedar and observe closely. See if there has ever been anything like this. Has a nation ever changed its gods? Yet they are not gods at all. But my people exchanged their glory for worthless idols. Be appalled at this, O heavens, and shudder with great horror, declares the Lord. My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and they have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. All right. So, Jeff, what was the Spirit saying to you as you prepared that? What kind of what jumped out at you? Yeah. Um, I guess right away, you know, the uh, out of verse four, um, you know, where where Jeremiah is saying, "Hear the word of the Lord, O house of Jacob, all you clans, the house of Israel." You know, the message is for all. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I tend to do this and others may do the same. But like if you're either listening to a, a podcast like this mm -hmm. or listening to a message, um, you know, you listen and you go, I should really tell my brother about that. Mm. I should tell my sister about this. This would be a good message for them. Yeah. You know, they don't necessarily internalize it and look at it themselves. And yeah. Say, and say, oh, this is geared towards me. Because if you read the rest of it, yeah. you're pretty much getting yelled at. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So so it's kind of uncomfortable, I think, to, to think, oh, that's targeted at me. 
you know, you, you tend to want to deflect that and say, are you sure that's me? You know, that, um, that it's not somebody else that, that, uh, that that's happening to, I guess the other thing too, um, it, and this seems to be a theme as I've read through, uh, some of the other passages that we'll have yeah. in the rest of the week is really looking back at their history, mm. you know, um, of God saying, this is what I've done. This yeah. is what I've done for you as a nation. This is what I've done for you individually. Um, and I was thinking about that I was, as I was driving here this morning um, of like, that's really something that I don't take a lot of time and do, mm. which is look back and say, yeah, what are, what are the things that God has done and where he's showed himself as being faithful yeah. in my life? Um, you know, uh, you look down a little bit further where he says, therefore, I'll bring charges against you again. Yeah. And that, again, is definitely more. I mean, if you've read any of the Old Testament and mm -hmm. even in the New Testament, how much God again and again and again has to keep coming back to the nation of Israel mm -hmm. because they forget. Yeah. And I think we do the same thing. It's just maybe a little bit different. We, you know. Maybe we perfected a little bit more. Maybe not. You yeah, know, we we think we have. So yeah, yeah. Those are a couple of things that jumped out okay. at least right away. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that, and I think that's kind of something that struck out to me too. And and there are a lot of you know different books in the Bible, different passages where you see that you know God's saying I'm providing for you. Then the Israelites turn their back on him, and I just thought it was interesting um, that in this particular one that the um, you know God says what did I do wrong that caused you to stray from me? I mean, kind of that, I'm sure it was a rhetorical uh, or uh, trick question, but yeah. just kind of like he starts out like, dude, like, oh, tell me what I did wrong. All these things I provided for you, you know, and then, you know, I led you out of Egypt. And yes, we went through this, uh, you know, barren desert wilderness for 40 days, uh, 40 years. Um, but then I brought you to the land, uh, the promised land, but then you screwed that up too. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then it so just again we see that uh, happening over and over again so there's god's frustration god's um disappointment i guess in you know how people keep turning his back from mm -hmm. but is that he keeps yeah. he keeps coming in so <laughs> um one other thing that that kind of struck me is it ends by saying um you know my people have committed two yeah. sins they've forsaken me the springs of living water um and they've dug their own cisterns broken cisterns that cannot hold water. And so I just saw that kind of dichotomy between when God provides what we need and what he provides is good and and um, works, right? Mm -hmm. um, but when we try to take things on ourselves, we rely on ourselves or other quote-unquote idols, um, we're not successful. Our cisterns don't work. Yeah. They break. And so um, we try to do better than God, but but we can't. Yeah. And yeah. that's just part of, you know, the maybe the arrogance of us as as humans thinking, you know, we know what's best and yeah. we can do it. Yeah. So, so. I find it interesting, too, that they said um, committed two sins. I got to believe they committed more than two. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But um, these these two, you know, really yeah. stood out. These these were the ones that Jeremiah was getting the message from God that this this is really where he wanted to focus. But to your point, too, about, you know, Israel, um, I don't think they set out to be wicked. Right. You know, um, I think it just and it, it happens to me as well. You know, yeah. like you just either, like I said, you you forget 
or you just get complacent or you mm. just get into that same mode of, you know, uh, it, in their case, it may have been hundreds of years. You know, yeah. the, these are the generation after generation of, of people that, you know, have disobeyed God. In some areas, obeyed God. It wasn't all disobedience. But yeah. I, I think it just, you start to get complacent. And I think yeah. you even see that in our world today, right. you know, um, with folks where they're, they're like, well, you know, whatever, it'll be, it'll be fine. We can, we can do, you know, we can act however we want. Yeah. Know? But at some point you're going to get yelled at. Right. <laughs> yeah. a, that was Jeremiah's point yeah. right here. So. Yeah. Well, I like that. I don't, well, I don't like the word complacent, <laughs> but I like how you use yeah. that, that just, I think that's a lot of it. And even what, when you started by saying, you know, we listen to messages or whatever, and we say, "Oh, someone else needs to hear that." Right. Internalize it. Right. I think a lot right. of that is uh, is true. Yeah. Um, we turn from God's plan or His path, um, and we try to figure our own, and we're just not successful yeah. at that. And yeah. so, you would think that after reading story after story in the Bible of this happening, we would get the point, and we wouldn't make the same mistakes. You but would, you would think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's like I want my own kids to learn from my mistakes, but then but they still have to figure them out themselves. Right, right. So, yep, for sure. Good. So as you think about this, um, this passage, are there any, like, takeaways from any challenges, either for yourself or for listeners, and as a result of reading this, yeah, here's what yeah. I think I'm going to try yeah. to do, or what our listeners can do? Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing for me is that Taking, taking the time, whether that's during devotions, once a week, once a month, um, but taking that time and looking back at the times God's been faithful, mm. right? And so uh, I think that not only helps bring comfort to whatever situation you got going on, and maybe you don't have any situation going on, yeah. but I think it's still important to look back at that those times and say, you know, God really brought us through here maybe didn't feel like it at hmm. the time, or it certainly wasn't what I thought was going to make the most sense. Yeah. But, um, you know, and to be able to then say, okay, I, I, I need to learn to trust because it is a, it's a learning thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's a great way to end and to leave that challenge for our listeners and for ourselves. So not just yeah. Yeah. you people out listening, <laughs> but for Jeff and I too, um, just to remember what God has done for us. And when we're tempted to kind of try to do it our own, to dig our own cisterns, mm -hmm. to just trust that God's plan is better. We might not understand it at the time, like you said, but to trust that God will um, be there for us and that uh, we um, each day seek his living water. Um, so as you go throughout your day, uh, I pray that you do th that you would just do that. You would see where God is working in your life, reflect on where he has worked in your life, and just always look to him for that living water. Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you again tomorrow on Tuesday. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.